0: Hello everyone, we are the uh, team of the ministry here at the Evening Light Tabernacle, and we're glad that you joined with us again today, and we are going to be discussing again the Word of God, and uh, we would love for you to join with us for a while as we talk about the good things of the Lord. We were speaking in our last session, and uh, we started referring to some of the questions that We're asked in Matthew chapter 24, when shall these things be? And what is the sign of your coming? And the end of the world. And so actually Jesus would uh, answer those three questions in that chapter. And so, um, however, you know, as we're looking at the sign of his coming and the end of the world, I think there is a key word that comes, that goes with the coming of the Lord, and it's something that says, "Watch." Yeah. Don't you think that's key today to be have a readiness? And a, and Jesus wanted us to have a state of being watching and waiting and looking and anticipating yes. for His return.
1: I think when you take that word "watch" and you, you go back to the 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 Greek to it, it actually means to be vigilant. It mm-hmm. also means to be watchful and to keep awake. So he's telling us you need to keep awake. Right. This is not a watch that you watch one time, but it's to be vigilant about watching. Watching for what? His coming. Right. To yeah. Stay awake. Don't be drifted yes. asleep and put to sleep in the slumber of Laodicea and the lukewarmness that's here, but to awake, to be watchful, to to expect his coming. That's right. Mm-hmm. If every eye would see him
2: at his coming, why would he continually emphasize watch, 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 as we were discussing in our last session that uh, people misunderstand the third coming and the second coming because in the third coming, which is, is Revelations 19, it says every eye will see him and, and that the world would see him and there would be a cataclysmic event. But many people place that at the second coming with planes falling out of the skies and train wrecks and right. people in just utter chaos and turmoil. But that ain't the case. The second coming, Jesus comes like a thief in the night. And so his emphasis in the sign of his coming and the end time events is watch watch because there are going to be people that are going to miss it
1: right give strict attention to yes when you do that you're watching the scriptures and the pattern of the scriptures to see how he's coming and when he's expected to come so it's you're constantly giving the attention that is needed not just looking in the skies waiting for him to part the skies but it's giving the attention here in the word to see where where the word says he's coming, in what forms, in what times, and for the ultimate coming, which is when he comes back with his bride, as we alluded to in a previous session. Yes.
3: I think this watch is speaking of more than just your two physical eyes. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Because,
3: you know, the plane's falling out of the skies. I mean, yeah, that's easy to see with these two eyes. but. There's a people that's been given eyes to see, that's right, see exactly. the promises of God yes. and see the things of God and be able to pick up signs. There it is, just like they did that's in right. the when Wonderful. Jesus came the first time. There was some people there that could pick it up and say, "Hey, that's that's the that's, ma- right. that's the that's Messiah." Right. Beautiful. That's, just That's as he
4: warned it. the Jews, when you see these things happening, if you're on the rooftop, go not, you know, don't go back down. There were people in those days that could see because they were watching for those things to come to pass. Right. Yeah. And I believe that we are in a generation where the signs of his coming are everywhere. The signs yes. of the tribulation are everywhere. And yet people are going along not seeing it because they're
2: not watching through the eyes of the scriptures. The Pharisees came to Jesus and said, show us a sign. And Jesus said, you can tell the sign of fair weather coming or storm coming. You can you can judge by the signs of the sky. He said, but you can't tell the signs of the day that they were living. Right. They were missing it altogether. And I believe that's exactly the watching is looking for the sign of his appearing, the signs of his coming, the end time conditions, and the things that he told us to look for.
3: You know, and it's amazing how many people want to try to say they got a certain date Mm -hmm. Or it's going to happen at a certain time, certain month, certain day. I mean, what do you say to that? Well, you know, there's been a lot of mistakes that have been made.
0: Even Billy Graham back in the 50s um, made a statement, I believe the Lord will come this year. And, of course, he learned not to make those type of predictions. And I think, you know, we can look back and see many, many others who gathered in houses or uh, underground places or this or quit their jobs and then looking for the coming of the lord i think i think though we can know be, uh, exactly because uh, jesus said it's in the hour you think not
4: yeah the Amen. son of man
0: coming right. so i uh, you know I, so we know exactly when you come it'll be when Many people aren't looking (laughs) for him. But, you know, that's the answer to those who have set dates because we cannot know the uh, day or the hour. I I think that is part of the, actually, the seventh seal where in that silence that is spoke of, that God holds some things silent. And that is one thing that he keeps silent is the the exact time of his coming. However, I do believe that we can see signs of His coming. Yeah. And that um, and we can see by those signs that we're in the season right. of His coming. Amen. Now, this is true when, for the Bible said, um, when, when you see the fig tree putting forth its bud, but it says, and all the other trees. Yes. So when you see a time of restoration, so we see Israel, uh, the fig tree that is putting forth her buds, and we see many, many other things that's coming into restoration. That we know that we're in the season yes. of the coming of the Lord. Amen. So we're in that day and hour. And then we can look back and see patterns in the scriptures, like the days of Noah, the days of Sodom. Uh, we can look at different types, and we can talk about those uh, as you, if if you would like.
1: Let's jump back just for a second, though, just to kind of clarify. It says an hour that you think not. So it's an hour that what are they thinking if they're not looking for his appearing? As far as the masses, because we're talking about the masses, is going to be, is not going to see Christ because they have they don't have the love for his appearing. Therefore, they're going to miss his type in the scriptures, miss his appearing in the scriptures. So, what would you say would be the thinking of man when it says an hour that you think not, when so many professing Christians are saying they're looking for his coming?
0: Well, I feel like that. Um that, that people are involved in religion and, you know, perhaps uh, the, the trappings of, um, of the society, of the church rather than making really ready for the coming of the Lord. And so they're unprepared. You see, the, the bride is to be as one adorned for her husband. She is ready for the mm-hmm. wedding. She's ready for the
1: marriage. Yes. Yeah. She's prepared for the coming of the Lord. And so much like the Pharisees and Sadducees of their day, they were so concerned with their programs and their oh. agenda. And when the very Messiah, did, I mean, Jesus Christ himself, The Son of God was right there in flesh, and they didn't even know who He was.
0: Yeah, you know, the the Sadducees were too interested in holding on to their power of the priesthood and, you know, their favor uh, with the Romans and so on, rather than looking for the Messiah and searching the Scriptures. And and two, they had uh, made traditions out of this, and so... And so their traditions actually would make the word of God to them of none effect.
1: You feel like that may be a stumbling block in this hour that we're living in with the systems around us and they're pushing their agenda or pushing their programs and what they can do for the family versus what the work can do for the family.
4: Well, absolutely. Another thing is they've made it, we, we use the term easy believism where there's no life that has to go with this profession so it's just once they profess okay jesus is my savior there's nothing to to back that up or follow that up and they just go about the cares of everyday life and because they're not seeking a closer walk because they're not watching because they've been taught that's all you have to do yeah and so their very teachings or traditions have led them to a state to where they're not prepared for the coming of the lord
1: hence the hour you think not because they are not really looking for it right Mm -hmm. And, and, I,
0: and I think today the majority of Christians um, they they may give um, some type of agreement yeah that Jesus is coming soon or whatever but it really they're not looking for his coming they're not living like they're looking right. for his coming right
3: also the hour like we've been talking about the hour they think not I mean they're thinking is going to be planes crashing.
1: Right, going to be trains uh, yeah. going down,
3: sure. roofs blowing open. That's the hour they're looking for. Right, but he's going to come when they it's going to come looking for him. That as a that's right. Yeah. Well, I think if
0: we go back to Matthew chapter twenty-five that we were speaking about in our past session, where there's a wise virgin and a foolish virgin. Yeah. Well, you know, both of them had professions. Yeah. They all had. They all had uh, lamps. They they all were waiting. They were all looking for the yes. bridegroom, uh, but the wise had oil in their vessels right. with their lamps. Yes. Right. So one had the true baptism of the Holy Spirit, while the other just had professions of
2: faith. Yeah. And all were virgins, so they lived a high moral order. Yeah. But in the Bible, a woman always types the church, uh, yeah. the the female the there's a scripture in second Corinthians 11 2, Paul says, I'm jealous over you with a godly jealousy for I've espoused you to one husband that I may present you a chaste virgin to Christ. And, and there's a, a, another scripture that says that this is a great mystery concerning Christ and his church as as a woman uh, marries a man and that man is her head. So Christ marries the church.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So these, these, Five are these ten virgins representing women it's it's representing the church and then there's two groups there's two classes in here just as you described there are five that had oil in their lamps there were five that didn't have oil in their vessels their vessels typing um, the heart uh, the yeah. receiving of God the, yeah. the place where the Holy Spirit would be filled and so there was a group that missed the rapture Yeah. And uh, Jesus is carrying on now in Matthew 25, Matthew 24. He's saying, Watch, watch, watch. And then in Matthew 25, he follows that warning with this parable, Mm -hmm. showing that there would actually be two classes within what is called the church one group that would go, and one group that would be left behind in weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth, or otherwise the tribulation period. Right, yeah. Great tribulation.
1: That word virgin there means a woman of marriageable or a marriageable maiden. So they're looking for to be espoused. And yes. You find these Wonderful. two different sections of ladies or virgins willing and ready to be married. But one has what it's taken prepared herself to be married. The other one has not.
0: Yeah. So um, let's come back to this. And, and um, I have a question. Will, Will um, the Bride of Christ go through the tribulation then?
2: Absolutely not. Though there's a, a lot of confusion on the subject, uh, because people have different standpoints. Ministers would disagree, and many are, are confused about the events. There was a, a, a man by the name of Bohannon, Mr. Bohannon once, that talked to a minister, and he said, something a little sacrilegious. He said, John must have ate a red pepper dinner that night when he when he wrote the book of Revelation, which was very sacrilegious to speak against the word of God like that. The minister rebuked him and said, you know, you ought to fear the Lord to talk like that. He goes, I just can't understand it. And he said, I brought it to my preacher and he can't understand it. He said, there's the 144,000 and he, he was thinking that the 144,000 was the bride, and he was getting it all mixed up, standing on Mount Zion. And what he failed to see was that the 144,000 are the Jews, right? and that there is the, the bride who already went in the rapture, and then the remnant of the woman's seed that was left behind in the tribulation period. So if we don't get the symbols of the book of Revelation right and the prophecies right— Then we got a cow up in a tree picking grass. We've got the picture of redemption completely messed up altogether. Mm -hmm. But but if we properly and rightfully divide the word of truth, then we can see exactly every part has its place and that there is is a group that is leaving before the tribulation.
4: Mm -hmm. The
2: bride will not go through the tribulation period. And we can talk about why it won't go through the tribulation period. There is a group that is going through the tribulation period, mm-hmm. and uh, then there's 144,000. Um, the elect, the bride of Christ, is the elect of God that escapes the tribulation, right. and she will judge the earth. Paul said, Know you not that the saints will judge the earth? In the book of Daniel, we see the Ancient of Days, and he sets the thrones down, and the books are open, and tends thousands times thousands minister to him and then ten thousands times thousands stand before him Mm -hmm. the bride is not the one standing before him right the bride is sitting in the throne with him judging the nations. that's right but there there is also two resurrections there's a first resurrection and a second resurrection which we can discuss
3: Mm -hmm.
0: well and, of course, you know, the, the bride does not go through the tribulation. It's because she has already been judged in Christ. That's right. Because he would present himself a church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but one that is holy and without blemish. Yes. So because of that, then we do not go through the judgment of the tribulation. I think this is typed... Um, also with Enoch mm-hmm. and Noah,
4: right.
0: you have Enoch who walked with God and yes. was not. Yes, you know, we had the first. We had the first not an astronaut in space, but a was not. Yeah. yeah, and that was Enoch. Yes, and Enoch was not because he, you know, God took him, so he was raptured. But then we have the Noah who was the a type of the tribulation saints, um, especially the Jewish. Remnant who actually go through the tribulation over into the millennium. So you have one goes up and one goes through. Yes. So you have to watch your types in the scripture. Yes. Because it is actually prophesying of what really will happen
2: in the end time.
4: Right.
2: How how could the bride go to the judgment when she has already been judged like you just said? Jesus made this comment, be ye perfect, is my Father in heaven is perfect. Now, that was not a figure of speech. Right. And obviously there is a road to perfection or he wouldn't have told us to be perfect. And so how can a man be perfect? Yeah, that's a pretty tall, tall, that's order. A tall order and not just yeah. perfect in the eyes of man, but as the Father in heaven is yeah. perfect. Yeah, this is a tall order. There's only one way we could stand in that kind of perfection. And the Bible said Jesus became our sin that we might become the righteousness Righteousness. of God. Mm. The only way we could ever stand in the perfection of God is to stand in Christ. That means the judgments that fell upon Christ... Does not belong to us because he took them. And that's why he said by one sacrifice he is sanctified and perfected forever. Them that are sanctified rather. By one sacrifice he is perfected forever. Them that are sanctified. So it is a blood offering. It is the offering of Christ that brings us to the state of perfection. And the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Right. Old things are passed away. All things are made new. She shall not come into the condemnation, but she is passed from death unto life. Amen. Amen. What a wonderful
0: promise that is to us that we can look forward to a rapture of people who have been made spotless by the blood of the Lamb. And we'll be taken out before the judgment. We want to talk about this more when we come back to our next session. God bless you folks for listening today. And uh, we look forward to again to see you in the near future.
1: Thank you for joining with the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle. For more information on what you have heard today, please visit us at eveninglight.net. May God bless you.